I kind of forgot that. Uh... Oh shit! Yeah, I uh, I really need to change the collision on this. Hello and welcome to the cockpit. I'm your host, Russell Darren. I'm your co-host, Big Zesty. This podcast is going to cover all things virtual reality, as well as basically everything else, with a fair few drinks along the way. So if you have some time to kill, some drinks to drink, hopefully both, feel free to hang out with us for a while, shoot the shit, and maybe cure cancer. Okay, yeah, hopefully we do, by, by the end of this. <laughs> I doubt that, doubt. So, uh, what are you drinking today? I'm still drinking the cheapest beer I could find. Okay, decent. <laughs> the, I, I, I bet you're developing a taste for it. It's the same with me, with cheap beers. You don't like it for like the first week, <laughs> and then you're like, holy shit. This is actually pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's certainly acquired. It went from shit to acceptable and bearable. So one thing we do need to touch on, first of all, um, because we missed a few episodes now, I think we kind of jumped the gun with the whole every Saturday, we'll be live at every Saturday thing, <laughs> didn't we? So mm. like, um, what we've been discussing is that future episodes will most likely be every two weeks. Um, Hang on. Yeah, every two weeks, right? Does that work for you? Yep. Every two weeks. Every second weekend I wrote on my little notepad. Yeah, every second weekend gives us lots of lots more time to, to find better topics to discuss. Um as as well as all the technical shit because going live and also managing the YouTube side of things is we're kind of in over our heads because it, it we're learning as we go. Um, so I hope anybody that watches this doesn't mind following along. Uh, for us, it's a really cool, cool thing, uh, a VR podcast. <laughs> I, I haven't seen any other examples of it, so I think we're kind of trying our best to trailblaze as we go, you know? Mm, definitely. Oh. <laughs> yeah, things like that. Um, it, you know, that's perfect timing <laughs> when we're discussing technical issues, right? <laughs> But um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Rusty's been doing really well on his Twitch lately. Uh, so if you guys want to help out with the growth, feel free to check it out. It's going to be in the, the description. That's where any future live episodes are going to be as well. So this one, obviously, we're recording in advance to edit and upload. But we will, when we work out all the kinks, uh, we will eventually be live, right? Mm. <clears throat> and I hope... I. We are recording this literally on the Saturday it's supposed to go up, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that that will be uh, <laughs> a fair hectic few hours. Um, you, it? I've got the rest of the day off. That's fine. I can I can edit it by tonight. Um, the thing oh, is, though, okay. due to like the, the timings with YouTube and stuff, it's better to upload in the morning. So I'll schedule it for upload tomorrow. Um, so take this as an apology. <laughs> um, future episodes will be... We'll work out the schedule as we go. Um, right now we're both pretty busy in life, right? You've, you've had a busy few weeks. Yeah, I, I switched jobs, uh, not jobs, but companies. I still do the same thing, which is trucking. Um, my, my schedule has just completely changed. I, instead of waking up at like eight or seven or 8 AM, I wake up at 2 AM now, but I am basically ho home before 12 PM. Uh, yeah, I am, I am, sorry. Those are pretty I'm good chips, man. <laughs> Yeah, fucking enjoy the shit out of it. Time's good, uh, workplace is good, material is good, and the people are very good, and everything works there. Like, holy Jesus. 
with me it's it's more like my my shifts are kind of all over the place so i never have the exact schedule week to week which makes kind of planning things like this and you know having a bunch of topics ready and stuff a little bit more difficult but i think what we were talking about with the once every two weeks that's going to work perfectly we can both spend our own time then adding to a google doc little bits of topics um so yeah uh, i think today's episode is going to be really relaxed you know we're just having a chat we'd appreciate any feedback as well so if you would prefer seeing a live show or um you know the edited version of that i think that's mainly what the youtube is going to be and rusty is going to handle the live things next time we are live yeah I do have to mention, like like last time, it is still a, a bitch and a half to get everything working live. Especially if both of us are streaming this on YouTube and <laughs> yes. Twitch. It is just horrendous. <laughs> I, I cannot cannot recommend it. But that's that's why it's um it's important to get these episodes out of the way, right? And I, I hope everybody else understands. We're we're trying something new. There's nothing to learn from. Um, you know, we're we're both doing this together and it's it's very it's very new for both of us. <laughs> it's so it, we are going to struggle until we get to the the point where everything is is kind of planned out and we've got everything running like clockwork. Eventually, hopefully. <laughs> so uh, I would say topic number one, right? Okay. Yep. Um, so yeah, uh, I think everybody's probably heard about this by now. We've uh, we've lost our our great queen Lizzie, so. Uh, I'm gonna play a bit of an instrumental in the background just to get the tears flowing and we're gonna have a, a minute silence and uh, take a nice big gulp so everybody who is drinking feel free to join in. Okay, thank you, everybody. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a big shame. I'm sure she would have loved the the new Meta headset that's coming out this year. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> um, Do you want to know how I got the news of the Queen's passing? Yeah, I think you might have told me, but for the viewers. So, I was basically in a world with a friend. I joined them, and our friend had on the TV in the, in the world a news broadcast running with the Queen with the Queen's passing basically being recorded uh, reported and I had no idea that was an actual news broadcast for 20 minutes straight I thought there was some somebody satirically claiming that the Queen has died with a lot of production value <laughs> until I've been actually told I thought the Queen was gonna out, outlive Nikki Cardo Avocado at least 
<laughs> yeah, for anybody who's not quite sure who Nick Ricardo Avocado is, we're gonna we're gonna put him up there because he's next. <laughs> he's definitely oh, next. Oh. <laughs> uh, just real quick, I'm sorry for putting you through this right now. Um, my apologies. <laughs> he's basically a grown man who, for he does like the the mukbang things, like which I don't understand anyway, but each to their own. Mm. I, like I don't know who wants to watch somebody disgustingly force themselves to eat like huge amounts of food like ridiculous own, amounts of food their own body weight and fat yeah yeah and and then he like he does weird things like he cries like a baby and like i don't know he has some weird like relationship with this other guy that's there and like they argue all the time i, I don't know why it's entertaining <laughs> it's, just, it's just sad really just have you seen him before he started mukbanging? Yeah, I was just about to mention that. So again, I'm going to roll the clip in the background. He was a really handsome guy, right? He, you know, he... He was thin, handsome. Yeah. He looked like he had his life semi in order. And he, um, I think he was like a violinist, if I'm correct. Like he was really skilled oh. at playing the violin. Or some I sort of instrument. I don't know, but the only reason why I know about him in the first place is because he started an OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, people... People actually play those. Yeah. So the reason Rusty probably thought the Queen's death was a meme is because with the video players in certain worlds, people play fucked up stuff like Nick Ocado Avocado's OnlyFans, which I can't show on YouTube, but I'll send. I'll spend the time censoring it. <laughs> so it's there. It's there. And uh, that's how that's how I knew he had an OnlyFans. I saw it in VR chat worlds. But yeah, people play memes. Um, that's really funny though. How you you assumed it was just a meme. But um, for me, it's like I, I kind of saw like on the news in the UK, the, the queen was in a bad state in hospital. And then it was like confirmed that she died. And I, I don't know if it's the same anywhere else. But in the UK, there's weird people that like mourn, not just mourning the queen, because like that's that's obvious. She was, uh, you know, I don't an old lady died at the end of the day. That's horrible. But these people, like, they go out in the streets with, like, Union Jack uh, headbands and, like, flags. And, like, they're, like, obsessed with the royal family. They're, like, really, like, like royalists, they're, they're called in the UK. Very strange to me. Because maybe because I'm, I'm, I'm not English. I'm, I'm Welsh, so I don't understand it as much. But were there people in, in Germany like that, like uh, royalists who have been, like, marching and stuff like that? Uh, what? No. Okay, maybe it's just a UK I, thing now. I, I don't, I don't, I don't even think anyone in Germany really knows that the Queen has died. That makes sense. But yeah, it's it's really strange. Like, like again, I've got nothing against somebody being mourned, but people who, I, I think we were talking about this the other day, go back maybe a hundred years, the Queen would have been spitting on these people in the street because they were in her way, you know. So like. <laughs> Why do they give a shit? I I don't I don't understand. But yeah, R.I.P. Lizzie. Uh, you, you know, hope you uh, hope you're getting some victory royales in the afterlife. <laughs> Gonna have a stern talking to with whoever's up there or down there, where whatever you believe in, you know. <laughs> so um, we do as we're a, a VR podcast, we do kind of have to touch on virtual reality a little bit. Um, so I did put a link in our Google Doc, Rusty, so you can watch it in the background if you want, if you haven't yet. I do tend to watch it, yeah. There's, um, 
people that mod old games to have VR like compatibility, even Doom, so like the original 1993 Doom, you can play in VR with like mm. full motion controls. And that stuff blows my mind because even I, I think now that we're still very niche, like the VR community, it's like we don't have many new games to look forward to. So I think the community modding cool old games is is so incredible. Um, just the fact that go on, sorry. The same go. Uh, just to touch on that too. Um, do you know? You of course you know Half Life, right? Are you on about the Half Life Two VR mod? Uh, no, I was. I wanted okay. to touch upon. Um, do you know the video uh, Half Life, but the uh, the AI is self-aware? I haven't seen it. I'll I'll roll it in the background if you want to talk a bit about it. Basically, there's a few people who organized <coughs> um, Gary's mod the game in VR and modded the entirety of Half Life in there. And then recorded it uh, as if they're playing Half-Life in VR. And the AI is just played by people who just do a lot of fun, dumb shit. That's incredible. In their role. So like, so it's basically yes. like Gmod's Half-Life in, in VR? Yeah, and you don't, you can't actually tell that it's Gmod. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see some clips of that. So so again, I, I'm going to roll those. Like, we'll, we'll go over this in, in, in the background before I edit this. And roll some clips because I, I would love to play stuff like that that to me is is um I, I know you you never played halo which which is a crime everybody judge him um but yes please intensely <laughs> judge me i like the judgment there's this shooter game kind of like pavlov called contractors i haven't played it personally um but they've modded like halo weapons and maps in from like the old games and it's basically ex like halo but in vr and it's that to me is like what VR is about. There's there's something different about experiencing a game from this perspective compared to, you know, just like a, a keyboard mouse type thing. Yeah, uh, the the entire thing with VR is it adds another level of intimacy with whatever you do because in a shooter game on your desktop you just push, press the R button to reload. But in VR, you actually have to press a button to release the magazine, pull another magazine out of wherever you got them stored, shove it in there, and uh, pull the, the whatever it's called back. Forgot what it's called. Like the, the bolt so thing. Much yeah. More and it's, yeah, it's so much more realistic and intimate with what you do, especially if you shoot someone in the head afterwards. And um, I I I think that is yeah ex exactly as you said. So like you know the the whole interacting with the world physically like because if you're slow reloading you're going to get killed uh you need to be good at reloading the gun actually in vr rather than just hitting r like the r key on your keyboard mm. um speaking of half-life vr so half-life 2 is getting a full vr like complete mod like makeover it's it's coming out i think october I, I want to say I saw I saw a new trailer. Like there's been a few trailers so far, but I saw a new trailer for it this morning. Should have really included it in the document. <sighs> of course, they're working on another Half Life too. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it's the the crazy thing is I don't think it's Valve. I, I think it's um it's like a a community of of modders, like like I was just talking about who are 
from the ground up, making it like basically Half-Life Alex, but Half-Life 2. Oh, okay. It's crazy. Like I, again, I'm rolling footage of of the of the trailers, and I'll I'll show Rusty, um, you know, in the background, so he'll be aware. But it's it it looks crazy. Like, and I think at the moment it's in the community's hands, the future of VR, which is something very rare. You know, like like other gaming is is in the hands of cor- corporations. I feel like, whereas VR right now is very much. Yeah in the hands of, of us. Like, like I said, like I said, the last uh, podcast, we are very much in the early beginning stages of VR, like with the development of the new uh, touchscreen phone, or the first few phones overall. Everything companies do is for profit. And as long as they don't see any possible profit involved, they don't, they're not going to bother. So we're the ones who have the opportunity right now to influence the future big companies in what they do with VR. For example, if we buy a lot of meta, uh, meta stuff, people go, uh, companies going to see, okay, they have this and that and that, and if that works, we're going to w- focus on that too. Yeah, and everybody clowns on Mark Zuckerberg because, again, background... <laughs> yeah but at at the same time he's the only person who sees exactly what we see he sees the the future potential of it whether or not it's going to be good under meta's iron fist <laughs> or not is a different story but he's the only person who believes enough to be throwing money at it because like you said that's the big problem right now the reason we don't have many triple a games is because it's because of nobody wants to invest the money if they're going to lose it but Mark Zuckerberg's like, fuck it, I'm, you know, I'll throw billions at it, even if my stock price is, is plummeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Marky boy got, got enough money as it is. He doesn't need any more. He was recently on, uh, on Joe Rogan's podcast, actually. I'm not sure if you watched oh, that. I don't watch podcasts. Um, but yeah, I, I've only seen a few clips. I haven't seen the full thing, but he, he seems a lot more reasonable than people let on you know he again he's obviously a fucking goblin but <laughs> aren't we all <laughs> sometimes i was about to say that you've fallen for his trickery <laughs> yeah true the the goblin trickery he's like shown me the the goblin gold <laughs> he's pretending to be human and you've fallen for it did you want to take a little no, i'm the one judging take a little sip sure Again, um, when we are starting to go live, we will have loads of, of cool games to play, um, like that bottle that's next to me. Um, that's going to have a purpose. We've got a deck of cards behind here. Um, Rusty, I've got a glass in my hand, so did you want to grab one and show them? Yep. So, it's random, the deck of cards. Every time you grab one, there's a random one on there. But it is consistent with what decks of cards are are uh, having them. The, the cards are consistent with one deck of cards. So, drinking games can be played live or just between the two of us. A lot of interactability. Yeah, because Twitch I'd... chat. I I think that'll that'll make it a lot more fun. Um, you, you know, for you guys as well. You, you know, guess a card. Uh, one of us takes a big old, a big old drink or or chat drinks maybe. 
Um, but yeah, even even between us, it, it'll add a lot more dynamic to it. You know, we're playing a drinking game in the background. But yeah, basically, who gets drunkest first? <laughs> yeah, who has to leave the podcast mid mid episode first? <laughs> but with um, at some point we'll just end up inaudible because we're just slurring <laughs> yeah. the speech so much. So that is that is a big thing that we want for the future of it. To touch on that again, um, the we understand not everybody watches podcasts in the current form where they're just kind of two people having a chat, but. That is what I want this podcast to feel like. I want it to be a chat between friends. So between us two and between the viewer, I, I want there to be like a interaction between us all. And I want it to feel relaxed, you know, not forced. Everybody, uh, nobody's here at gunpoint. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're, we're all here. We're having fun. We're chatting shit about VR or in VR or we're chatting shit about whatever we've, we've found, you know? Mm, yeah. Um wanna switch to another topic yeah okay um did you want to uh, chat more a bit about uh we were talking about like work and stuff earlier i do i do i did prepare myself the the note i told you about about the kinds of work i did before and what they involved with which sucks which was good i'd be interested to, interested to know yeah because i've worked a ton of shitty jobs so i, I love hearing other people's stories so uh, my chapter here called sucky jobs um <laughs> delivering newspapers getting wet little pay having to sort ads into each paper basically you take one from this deck this deck this deck this deck and put them in that paper and then do the next one until you have all 1200 done that fucking sucked um i also had a roofing summer job um Hardcore sunburn, that was nice. And <laughs> splinters everywhere. <sighs> oh yeah, and insulation, rock wool. It's just like hell. Yeah, I bet, I especially in the summer. I truck trailer. Okay. I, with my name, you know, I uh, hammered all the rust off, off of it, making all the rust literally airborne. So that, that that's fun. It's, uh, tasting, tasting metal all the time. <laughs> And my my recent job in the basalt quarry, I wrote in my notes. Don't say he's crashed. Oh, Rusty, are you there? Of dust collecting. Uh, Rusty, I don't know if it was me or you. Um, I heard I wrote in my notes, and then you kind of went off for a little bit, away with the fairies. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can um, we roll that back? I wrote. <laughs> I I wrote in my notes literally shit ton of dust. I, I sent you the video. Oh, if you pull it up uh, back there, of me just poking around in the dust, basically like two weeks collecting uh, collection <laughs> worth of dust in there. I was everywhere. Um, you know, beneath the the conveyor belts, there was always. Water from rain runs down the conveyor belt, washes all the grime off, and lands down there in the buildings. Fuck yeah, that must so have sucked. Every man. week, every week you have to wade through like those those rooms, which are fucking tiny. You can't fit in there properly. You have to duck and shovel all the shit out. That that's fun. Every week, that was nice. <clears throat> which one was the? Everything is loud as fuck. 
what would you say was the worst out of those? Um, I would say the worst was cleaning it up every week. Because water mixed with stone makes cl something clay. It's not only heavy, it's also sticking to each other. So getting the shovel out of there requires actual force. Fuck. Like, strength. And then throwing it either on the conveyor belt if you're lucky and letting it run. Or if you can't fit the shovel in there properly or it's covered, you have to carry it out yourself. Yeah, damn. I, I, oh, yeah. I've got like maybe not as hardcore stories as that because none of my jobs have ever been physical. Um, <laughs> I, I've always been kind of customer service based. Um, but I have a, a shit ton of, of bad stories about that, as you can imagine. <laughs> um, one of my favorites, actually, while I was studying at uni in a, in a different city in England, so far away from home, I had to i was basically just like in a in a clothing store so my focus was like men's and kids wear so i would fold up things that were messed up and put them back but people would just roam around the shop unfolding things and leaving them there and it, it would piss me off so much i would like i would literally just be like you you just walked away from, like for, for no reason you've just unfolded a jumper and now i have to go back around and fucking fold it up again but we had like store credit and it was like when whenever I was working the tills, I had to advertise the store credit and try to sell it to, to the people. <laughs> but I, I refused to do it so bad that at one point my manager stood behind me listening to me to see if I would I would sell the fucking imagine what that looked like from a customer's perspective. Like I have some like massive fat bitch of a manager behind me, like I'm at gunpoint, like while I'm serving a customer, like. Do you want do you want to use Debenhams credit? I, I don't care saying about the store because they they're out of business now. But um, dude, who wants fucking credit for a clothing store? Do you know who? People who won't fucking pay it back. <laughs> it's bullshit. <laughs> uh, you know what you said reminds me of Germany. What's that? Who wants a fat bitch of a manager standing behind you, basically at gunpoint? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sounds familiar. <laughs> Very much does. But yeah, like I like yeah. honestly, it was so demeaning. I was like twenty, like I I wasn't like sixteen, like you're probably imagining. I was twenty. I was I was probably like yeah, about twenty at the time, and I was just thinking like this fucking bitch, I, bro. I I tried to get time off for Christmas to go come back and visit my family. Like I said, I was in a in a city, um, in England, about three hours drive away. I obviously needed to come visit my family for Christmas. They offered me two days off for Christmas. And they wanted me to come back to back to where I live all the way back up there in those two days and see my family somehow. So I was literally just like, yeah, fuck you. I'm not coming back. <laughs> just turned off my that's, phone. That's what. That's why I don't like retail jobs. I tried it once. I hated it. <clears throat> It's the meaning. The advantage with uh, more physical jobs is like when wind and weather is too bad, nobody wants uh, works there anymore. You just get sent home. That is good. And it's it's the meaning having to like like as a twenty year old man having to be treated like a child, like somebody standing behind you watching you you sell fucking store credit. It's like it's, it's bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, I I I turned my phone off that day and 
and never went back. <laughs> Ignored all their calls until they stopped ringing. <laughs> but like like retail wow, jobs are like a, me ignoring my problem. Yeah, they're they're a dime a dozen. That that's the thing. So I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go back home for Christmas, apply for a few jobs before I get back, and then I'll have another shitty retail job because they're they're like a dime a dozen. You can just get a read. Like if you wanted a job in a store, I bet even in Germany, you'd just you'd go and apply, and they'd be like, yeah, we'll have you. <laughs> Because so many people leave and and join constantly, it's like a, a circle, you know. Something similar is happening in Germany with truck drivers right now, because there's literally about eighty thousand truck drivers missing, to like have stable supply of everything. So every single truck driving company is desperate to keep their fucking drivers. Again, we truck drivers get almost treated like royalty at uh, at <laughs> my current workplace. That's good, though. Uh, yeah, that is. <laughs> the pay is getting better and better. So, yeah, because nothing uh, to complain about. You know that that shows that the power's in your hands. So, like, like the the pay is is good because they realized, oh fuck, you know we're we're paying them unfairly, and now they're all leaving. What do we do? pay them fairly <laughs> fucking morons <laughs> but yeah i've had um okay. I'd, i think it was uh just to touch on another on another shitty job before you go on to your own uh topic um i in the same city where i went to uni um it was a hotel like a really posh hotel that had just opened like uh it was an old building that was redesigned they spent like 80 million on it it was like a huge, huge hotel with like really, really nice rooms, expensive, like a, a huge restaurant in there and stuff. Uh, I had to wear like, you know, like a fucking like 1910 style suit. I had to wear like a fucking like, I look like a chimney sweep. <laughs> like it was like the most embarrassing suit. Ever. Like it was probably really expensive, but I looked like a, a fucking like somebody had pulled me out of the 1930s or something and uh i worked night shifts there so you know you've probably worked night shifts as well with your your trucking job so it sucks already basically right um i i would i would stand there in the night basically because of the the place it was in the city you would get really posh guests and stuff like coming in at night time so I, I would obviously help the guests with their luggage um sign them in and stuff but they were crackheads they were crackheads everywhere at that like at like three in the morning <laughs> there was this guy every night without fail at like three in the morning he would be passing through and he would be like shadow boxing in the dark like and I, normally i would go out for a cigarette or something and like i'd hear him coming i'd be like oh fuck it's this crackhead guy and like he doesn't even pay attention to me like I don't, ba I don't, I basically don't exist. He's like fighting off his inner demons or something <laughs> like this whole time, like, you know, spinning kicks and stuff, like, like trying to fight off invisible ghosts. And the whole time I would be like, fuck, I hope he doesn't see me because he's just going to kick my ass. <laughs> you know what I say to that? Cheers to my fellow cracker. Yes, cheers. Well, I, for one, really enjoy night shifting. 
especially when you work with traffic because it's night nobody's out that's true there's no traffic all the traffic's like lights are like uh we're saving energy now we turn off so there was this one bad thing one good thing about night shifts in like customer service or like hospitality is that you barely deal with customers but the ones you do deal with there was this guy who was like i think he was like a famous chef or something um so he was there and uh it was the middle of the night middle of the night i was in the lobby just hanging out a guy comes down with like his shoes and was like uh i'll 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 need these shoes shined by the morning just put them on my desk and i was like i was so tired that i just like kind of looked at him and like was like uh yeah okay and like he walked off we didn't fucking shine shoes (laughs) i didn't know how to fucking shine (laughs) shoes i was like when my manager came back off of his like walk around of the building like I was like, mate, this fucking guy just came down and was like, I need my shoes shined by the morning. And he was like, I don't know how to shine shoes. And I was like, yeah, me either. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? The shoes look like they're more expensive than everything I'm wearing right now, plus everything you're wearing. And it's like, I don't want to fuck up his shoes. Like, what do we do? It's like three in the morning. My manager somehow manages to find, like, shoe polish that late at night uh, from, like, a store. <laughs> And my manager fucking shines the guy's shoes. And I was like, mate, just tell him we don't shine shoes. Like, <laughs> It's not that big a deal. <laughs> like, oh, I'm I'm sorry, but we don't shine shoes. Like, it, he thought I was like, you're right, governor. I'll, I'll shine your shoes, mate. A bit of spit shine. Like, Brits be fucking weird. Yeah. If my shoes aren't shiny anymore, I'll buy new shoes. Like. But yeah, to be fair, they did look very expensive. They were like fucking, not alligator skin, but like that sort of look. They they were like from a some sort of animal and very expensive looking. Do you got any more? <laughs> um, I probably do. Um, so, in terms of shitty jobs, like, have you ever worked in catering, or has it always been like physical stuff with you? Um, I have worked in um in retail, but also. More the physical kind of retail, if that makes sense. Okay, so like warehousing and stuff like that. Mm, more like, do you have spe- uh, stores that specialize with uh, liquids? Uh, so like like alcohol stores or? Not liquor stores, no. Just liquid to drink. Specialized in men. Um, not not just lit. No, like here it's like supermarkets will sell drinks. We don't have like specific drink stores all right well in in germany we have uh stores specializing in all of uh, all of drinks yes okay they have alcohol but it's also mainly for every other kind of drink we saw them oh right you don't have uh return money for for empty bottles no that's a good really point so yeah that that blew my mind when you were talking about it did you want to discuss a little bit for the for the camera so uh, basically in germany we have something called fund it uh it means you pay a little bit of extra money every time you buy a bottle any kind of bottle for example glass has like 15 cents you pay extra uh plastic has like 25 cents depending on what you buy you pay extra and if you return the empty bottle to any store they collect them and give you the money back which gives you an incentive to not only uh get empty bottles back to the store 
also, if you need money, you can just go around the city and find bottles to return. I think that's really good and for like homeless stores. people and stuff, right? Mm. We also have stores uh, because of that. There's a huge financial uh, financial profit profit margins for returning empty bottles back to the um, bottle company, who then f cleans them properly and then fills them up again. So they pay you uh, to get those bottles back. And in our store, we basically in that store where we got as just rows and rows of cases full of liquids beer water soda anything and of course when a delivery comes with a pallet full of these cases they're full and they're fucking heavy and that's what i did with my retail uh, retail job i basically came to the store pulled the pallet to the aisle where it needs to be pulled with a little hook thing from the bottom pulled the entire thing back and sh uh, put it in the aisle and okay. I did that for like 30 pallets a store. Yeah, damn. <laughs> yeah, that was that was heavy. It sounds it. And just just to speak a bit about like the the recycling thing, like that is why doesn't every country do that? Like that is <clears throat> I I mentioned it to to my mother actually. And apparently so like when she was younger, like uh very very young, it was a thing. You would bring back the bottles to the store and get paid for them. Um, the exact same thing basically but for some reason like my whole lifetime I've never heard of it so Brexit <laughs> yeah <laughs> even though Brexit was like 10 years at most now but um, like it just makes sense you know because like you walk some places you just see glass bottles like smashed everywhere and it's like if somebody had the incentive of being like I could bring this glass bottle back to the store next time I buy beers or something they wouldn't mm. smash it on the ground and keep walking, you know? Oh, yeah. In my query job, I also prepared explosions, like I sent you another video of that, that basically involved a specialized um, excavator with a drill in front of its arm. Goes either to a wall or drills holes in the floor, where I then come in with the master, the guy who knows how to handle explosives. We shoved sausages, literally the, the shape and size of my forearm, so big they, uh, w w they were. Um, shoved them down there, wired them uh, up, of course. Shoved them down there, put rocks in those holes and stuffed it. And then walked far away and blew it all up. And yeah, that was shitty work. Yeah, it, sound, it sounds both badass and shitty at the same time. It is badass, like, you can literally feel the ground shaking even a few hundred meters away, uh, further away. But what sucks about it, those sausages come in carton, uh, in, in boxes, you know? And that shit's fucking heavy. Of course, the terrain there is so fucking difficult, you can't use vehicles there, you need to walk. And companies who order explosives want to use them as sparingly as possible, because it's, it's fucking expensive. So, the best the way, best way this goes is somebody brings the pallet full of the explosive powder in sausage form, brings them up to where you need them to be, then you unpack them and take a box each to a collection of holes. 
put it down there and there's usually like 30 40 holes drilled each time which each gets like three sausages so it is, it is annoying <laughs> the amount of times you said sausage then i kind of forgot and thought you were talking about sausages again until trust the german to to call Sausage. them sausages <laughs> like the charges they literally are that describes them <laughs> red skin it's, it's very bright red skin emphasizing that it's fucking dangerous it's it's the size of the forearm like radius wise yeah that, that checks out and they're, they're fucking long basically the entire arm length shit like i think i feel like you're putting me to shame here because like you're talking about all these like manly fucking tough jobs and i'm like oh yeah i, I had to wear like a gay suit at, <laughs> at a posh hotel <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fair that's fair but yeah i, th I think um last last point I'll, I'll talk about uh my my current not my current w place of work but like my current job role because i've worked in a few places that do it um probably the worst the worst thing you can do um <laughs> i work in a call center so the one i'm at currently is a better call center than uh, than many others because you can do other things like live chat um emails and things like that my last few call centers though literally you're you're chained to your desk basically for 12 hours call after call after call after call of, of people being complete cunts to you because i think we've all done it i mean there's a disconnect if you're speaking to somebody on the phone and not face to face you're more likely to be an asshole to them and the person on the other side of the phone can't call you a cunt because they they'll get fired so it's basically like easy pickings if you want to be an asshole. There was an experiment uh, where a crowd of people who basically got the mask and uh, a little button to decide whether somebody needs to have a good thing happen to them or a bad thing. And it was like 30 people in a room and they all had to make a collective decision. And there was one poor lad who was living his life normally with a lot of hidden cameras. And the second you gave the people a mask and anonymity, they made his life hell. And at the end of the little story thing, uh, they revealed that um, the the person's life, who they made a hell, was actually a paid actor who knew this was going to happen. And they just wanted to see how a crowd would behave if they've gotten an anonymity. And they just chose to be evil completely yeah there's a similar one I, I can't remember the name of it but i learned about it when i studied psychology in the past um it's like an electric shock thing where um a control group could see the person and a control group couldn't see them and they could choose to either if they got a question wrong they were told to electric shock them they could either say no or yes basically so electric shock for getting a question wrong and some people could see the guy pretending to be electric shocked and other people couldn't. The ones that could see him stopped after like doing it twice and were like, no, I'm not doing this, you sick fuck. But the ones who couldn't see him like almost took pleasure in it. They just kept shocking and shocking and shocking. Even like, <laughs> like it, it would say like that they're giving them a lethal dose and they would still do it because they're getting ordered to. It's really strange how I, I, that works, right? I can attest to that literally because Yesterday I was in a world with a friend, with two friends of mine, one of which has an electric shock collar on his leg and the other one has made an avatar that basically 
when you press a button on his on the avatar, he gets shocked. Um, just pull it up real quick. That is that is the future. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> um, hold on. yeah, I think you've just yeah you just loaded it in for me. Uh, where was it? Um, so basically, this remote, this little thing, if you can zoom in, when I press it, it makes those little particles look. Yeah. And you could just see him jump every time. And I, I, I he, he didn't even look at me. He still jumped. He, he didn't know that I had the avatar. And I kept messing with him. I wonder how that works. Like, what signal does it send? Like, it's so interesting. Oh, I have no idea. I have no idea. But I can get you in touch with them if you want to. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm guessing it's like... Like, however they built the avatar, it's got some way of communicating with the device. Like, whether it's Bluetooth and connected to a PC and there's another application that Unity is communicating with. So, you press the walkie-talkie thing, it communicates with the application. The application communicates with the device. Who not Like, that is fucking crazy. The thing is, I only had the avatar. The one I just showed you. I didn't have anything else. And it worked. Yeah, so, so like, pressing no the button... It's supposed to work, but... It must communicate with some sort of app that the other person had open, I guess. Hmm. But it is it is verified because he was deep in conversation with someone, and I pulled up next to him, and I periodically, you know, with him not paying attention at all, I just shocked him, and he he jumped. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna ask like why um why this is a thing, <laughs> or why they're doing it. I could totally see myself putting on such a such a collar just just for the fucking uh, laugh. <laughs> yeah, I I've seen videos of that, like people wearing like dog shock collars just for the sake of it, for like the meme. But yeah, not me. <laughs> I I couldn't do that. <laughs> so you've been um you've been working on that VTOL VR mission, right? Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> there there were some problems with um with uh, the missions uh, because you know the little menu that pops up after you finish your missions i had a few mistakes with there how i set everything up so the second you started the mission you already completed it okay <laughs> took me a while to figure that out and um, to count every every fucking enemy you got there i had to select the missions i had to select which enemy counts to that mission and of course i can't name them the enemies they have the name F twenty six A F twenty six A, and there's a little number behind them after you spawn them in. So they all have the same name, just with a number after the spawning in. Count. Yeah, it does but sound yeah, crazy. I managed to do it. There's, there's only a few things I need to do and then upload it. It's basically just ten minutes of uh, of writing stuff and then that's it. So that is uh that's gonna be a big upload for for my main channel, Big Zesty Lemons. Subscribe if you haven't already. <laughs> um but uh, I I I think so far we've just played and I already kind of suck, right? But <laughs> playing where we both suck is gonna be quite fun. You know, we've both got endless enemies to to take care of. I I think it's gonna be really funny. Actually I have an unfair advantage uh because I did test the mission so i have gotten quite a lot of practice avoiding True. missiles <laughs> that's one thing i suck at. Good at that i'll either accidentally avoid it or just die every time 
so what other vr games have you been playing lately or is it literally just uh vr chat for you just vr chat i'm quite literally about to reach my first thousand hours in this game yeah sitting at 980 by now fucking hell so. <laughs> i thought you were already on 1k yeah, but like when when you do hit 1k we'll have to do something we'll have to have like a little a little party yeah like 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 i don't do that often enough right <laughs> well not often enough because we're gonna do a, another little swig now oh well, yeah, okay. like i've been doing swigs every once in a while while you're talking I'm gonna uh oh shit. I'm gonna uh pour another drink a sec. Which uh which will be cut out of the final thing, so we can uh let's can watch him for just fucking spill all over. <laughs> yeah, I can't cut it out now because uh you've challenged me, so um yeah. let's go. Okay, the whiskey's fine. It's the lemonade that's the trouble because it's really slippery. Okay. Of course, I would I would never want my British fella to <laughs> spill his lemonade. Oh. That was close, yeah. I put it down on the cap, and it kind of <laughs> wobbled. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm good to go. Mission failed. We'll get him <laughs> next time. We'll get him next time. I mean, I really enjoy driving stuff, or flying stuff. Like, I really do. I have no idea why. I just get a fucking feeling of power like I'm properly German <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> yeah, like your ancestors are proud. They're, they're like, clapping for you. <laughs> if only if only he was a pilot 50 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we would have actually won. <laughs> but, like, what sort of um, um, driving and flying stuff are you into? Literally anything. So have you been playing many Sims or anything lately? No, no. Uh, I don't need to play Simulator anymore. Except like for Vito VR. Shit, do you have like a real military jet? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Who doesn't? But yeah, for me it's like... Mine is scaled down like 4,000%, but... For me, um, flying and driving games, I've never been too into. Um, until VR. Like, VR is different because it's, like, it's the best way to play driving simulators or flying simulators because you're, like, actually in the cockpit. <laughs> it is It is very cheap and consequence-free. You can just go ahead and crash your $4 billion jet. It's not like it costs you anything. Except your life, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, in VR. Oh, right, okay. I, I thought we were talking about real life. But yeah, in, in VR, it's no. like, yeah. There's no pressure. You don't need to know how to land. You can just punch out <laughs> like this guy does sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but that is like the uh, the fun of it because you, you still get kind of like the panic of being in control and, you know, when you're plummeting or like you've lost a wing or something, you feel that... 
is immersive enough so that you feel like you're inside and trying to control it, but also speaking of which. I, I just wanted to have to, uh, have it mentioned. You know that one time where I lost both wings in Vito VR? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could feel the, the shift in, in how the plane behaves while flying. That felt so surreal. You have no idea. That was awesome. That is what like like and we keep landing that thing too. We keep harking on about this, but that is for anybody who watches this and hasn't played VR. Um, I I know we got a really nice comment from a viewer last time. Uh try vr as soon as possible like like whether you're into shooters um driving or flying simulators or social games like this where we're just having a chat it's always better in vr like i've been addicted ever since you know ever since trying yeah there's a lot of things you can do here without any consequences yeah if you, if you get too drunk and make a, a tit of yourself you can just leave the world people will forget you <laughs> Or you can just own it and be like, yeah, I make fun of myself. Just enjoy my, enjoy yourself, you know, like so I do. One thing that is, is probably a good thing to chat about, like, eventually, um, I think we can move towards having guests. So, like, how the world is set up at the moment, I'll, I'll need to think of something to extend our our area. But we've probably got a, a few a few friends that would be good to have on as guests, right? make it a little mm. a little more a little more fun we've have more topics to run over yeah i have more than enough people to <laughs> yeah so go through a list of the most interesting ones people who you know would uh would have a bunch of shit to, to oh, chat about yeah gee, let me just pull out the <laughs> select few group uh, people there and have the rest be like oh apparently i'm not interesting okay so yeah, i'd that's, that's i'd good idea. i understand i'm already top of the the list of most interesting so like but i'm i'm already Absolutely here not, so you're not no <laughs> no no you really aren't no this this whole episode is now being edited with a a dick spunking on uh on rusty Oh, don't threaten me with a good time. You should know me by now. <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know me by now, I have a saying that I like to say. I'll suck anything that isn't nailed down. Heck, I'll suck even things that are nailed down. Because I don't have any stops. That's my man. That's my man. Yeah, and I'm proud of it. I fucking own it. <laughs> but yeah, that is a good a good angle for the, the podcast in future. So people who... I've got a few friends who are like love performing and stuff. Um, you've probably met them because you've you've been around on VR chat. But if if we could get somebody like that to come on, um, I, I think that'll be a really good good episode. Talking about why they do what they do in VR, um, why we do what we do in VR, <laughs> you know. Holy shit! I just wanted to check out of curiosity. My friends have just reached five hundred and seven people. Shit, sorry, bro. I didn't mention. Uh, take a big old schwig. Everybody else, take oh, a big old oh, fucking wow, schwig. How rude! How rude to take a swig without the rest of us. I'm sorry. Unbelievable. Typical Brits. Always the first. Always the first by everything. But yeah, a friend of uh, so a mutual friend now. Um, but a friend of yours yesterday that I was speaking to in The Great Pug, um, he mentioned something that I think was really quite poignant. It, he, he said, 
it's almost as if like there's so many creative people in VR chat that you could be speaking to the next Bill Gates at this point, you know, because it's it's so like so niche and new that and it's all for creatives. Like er, like the, all the worlds are built by people, uh, players, and all the avatars are built by players. There's no uh, big Zuckerberg overlord yet. <laughs> forcing us to play by those rules so like like he, he was like you could be speaking to the next bill gates or steve jobs you know and i think that's true so like I, I would love for this to become more um community as well like so like like finding people that would add something to the podcast to discuss things with now that i think about it you were there yesterday when i started talking that one poor guy yeah i, I saw that All right right yeah no. <laughs> okay okay and you, you ditched me for like yeah, five hours memory again. oh yeah i did i definitely ditched like a lot of people you were like okay zesty's in good hands i'm gonna fucking leave and not answer his invites exactly <laughs> no what it was is that that group of people was a mixture out of literally five of my friends groups and i was getting overwhelmed with everybody there <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. So like, just, just fucking hopped off, did my own shit. The way you play VR chat and the way I, I play it, kind of different. Like you, you love running around and speaking to people and stuff. I'm like, I'm gonna get set up in a spot and speak to all the the people that are currently there. And if they move, that's fine. I'm staying put. Somebody else will come along to to chat to you. Know, <laughs> I'm like a more fixed player. You enjoy having actual conversations with people, whereas I enjoy seeing everybody, how they're doing, uh, messing around with them, having having some fun, putting a few jokes, being like, okay, I'll, I'll see you like in 20 minutes again after I did my rounds. So it was, uh, uh, it was actually like three, four times. That Lolzorg guy that I was chatting to for ages. Mm -hmm. And uh, isn't he a, a random viewer or something? Yeah, Lol did fucking tell me, like, he asked me <laughs> if I have done something like an interview because he randomly got recommended one of our podcasts. I don't know how. Like, that, that, is <laughs> that is a miracle. That is a fucking miracle. And I quote, he was like, oh, wait a second, I know somebody who uses that avatar in exactly this configuration. I was like, I know this guy. I was speaking to him in this avatar and like, <laughs> he didn't he didn't let on. I'm, I'm guessing he forgot. <laughs> you're just so fucking forgettable but look at me have a look at this how could you ever forget these but yeah that's good at least the algorithm is doing some work i don't know whether he watched one of your vods or something on youtube could have even oh, been I a have, short or something it was on youtube it was on youtube okay but that that is you know that that is that is good I, i'm glad you are watching Lalzorg, if you are this time everybody else as well we really appreciate it because like we were talking about at the start, this is all new. This is new ground for both of us and the internet in general, really, right? This hasn't been done before. Um, so th we've we've at least got that. <laughs> we've at least got that for now. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that, that was the first for me too. Like, <laughs> wait, I've seen you in that video. That was the first for me didn't know how to react yeah i i wouldn't either um i uh, at the size i am now though i, I don't get recognized so 
uh, un- unfortunately, but it- eventually we will. We're going to be the the cockpit, <laughs> the cockpit boys, the the cock boys. Yeah, the little men with big dreams and big cocks. Um, just to quickly talk about our future plans, we're going to be every every other week, um, live on Rusted's channel, and also you'll see their edited vods like this one. Um, we're going to have a lot more fun topics to do when we work out all the technical side of things, so like drinking games, um, a lot more interaction with with chat and things like that. Um, for the time being, we're both as both both of us are very busy. Uh, we're going to be mainly focused on um, trying to make this better because, again, I- I've I've said this a few times. It's new ground for both of us, right? <laughs> None of mm. us have have experience in this. Nobody does. It's it's VR podcast is like a new thing. So, thank you very much if you have been watching and if you're in, if you enjoy it, we'd love to hear some feedback on what topics you want to see us cover, as well as how you enjoy watching whether you'd rather see the live streams or if if you're more of a you know you you watch the vod in the background sort of thing that's fine um i i wanted to give a shout out to rust rusty's twitch which is twitch.tv slash real rusted iron you're gonna see it in the in the description i'll also overlay it here and in the green screen uh youtube.com slash big zesty lemons for myself where we're gonna be uploading some shorts uh, some promotion for the podcast and things like that, but yeah, we're we're running on fumes right now, and we really need the the feedback to know how how to proceed as we kind of deal with the technical things on our side, right? Mm. So basically, this will be a shit show until the shit just leaves the chat, so, <laughs> yeah. and, and until it all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to talk a bit about your your stream though? Like what what? Uh, have you been enjoying doing lately? What are you streaming? Tell tell the camera. Well, I want to focus on VR games on my stream, but lately I've just been playing. Lately, I've just been playing VR chat while streaming and getting drunk as I usually do. I'm an alcoholic, yes. And <laughs> but when I when I when I don't feel like VR chat, I will play other VR games and stream them. I recently streamed the Vito VR session, and uh, like yeah, we'll like be we'll be live doing that. Now. So that level you you made yourself, we're we're gonna be live doing that soon on Rusty's Twitch. Uh, come and hang out if if you haven't followed him already, go and do it. Um, you're gonna see all the updates that are relevant to to this podcast and his own streams. Um, hang out with him as well when I'm not there. Have a few drinks with Rusty. He's a he's a nice host. He's gonna he's gonna treat you well. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm gonna cuss you out. But that, yeah, that was genuine. I I I'm <laughs> I I verbally abuse my chat, lovingly, but verbally. Lovingly, verbally abuse. Like that's what everybody enjoys. But um, I'm gonna find the most gross outro music possible. Here it is. Oh shit. Oh, I changed the theme. 
Yeah.